Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. We thank you, Spirit of God, for your presence this afternoon. In the name of Jesus, and the saints join me to say, Amen. for the Lord. You are clapping for the Lord. It is not applause to a man. You are clapping for the almighty God. Hallelujah. And you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Wonderful. Well, it's a beautiful place. It's all decorated for the Father and all the fathers and the men that are in this Church, wonderful. Well, well, since today is Father's Day, I think it is appropriate that we talk about fathers. Wonderful. So this afternoon, for a short time, we want to talk about honor your father. Honor your father. Amen. And the first father that we honored is God, our Father. Hallelujah. God expects his children to honor him. Amen. God expects that his children should honor him. And children ought to honor their fathers. Malachi chapter 1 and verse 6. He says, A son honoreth his father. A son honoreth his father. That is what sons do to their fathers. A son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. If you are a servant, you honor your master. If you are a son or you are a daughter, you ought to honor your father. Hallelujah. He says, a son honoreth his father, a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is mine honor? Where is mine honor? If I am a father, if you call me a father, where is my honor? Hallelujah. Every father ought to be honored. If you have a father, then it's your responsibility as a son or daughter to honor that father. Hallelujah. Now, this is a very important thing. This is a very wild spiritual principle. 
very important and so important that God made it that honoring a father is the only commandment that he attaches a promise to it. Amen. He made it such that, you see, thou shalt not murder someone, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not convert after your, your, your neighbor's property or your neighbor's wife, thou shalt not lie. None of these things are attached with the promise directly. And of course, indirectly, if you fulfill them, God will reward you. But specifically, he made mention of a promise that is attached to children who honor their fathers and their mothers. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 5 and verse 16. Deuteronomy 5 and verse 16. It says, Honor thy father and thy mother as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee, that the days, thy days may be prolonged, and it may go well with thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Hallelujah. It says, Honor thy father and thy mother as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee. And if you do it, it says that the days, thy days may be prolonged and that it may go well with thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Hallelujah. And Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1, it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. It is just right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment accompanied by a promise. And what is the promise? It says, namely, that it may go well with you and that you may live a long time on earth. Amen. That it may go well with you and that you may live a long time on the earth. Hallelujah. A father is someone through whom you come into being. A father is someone who gives birth to you into something that otherwise wasn't in existence. Hallelujah. So in that aspect, or in that respect, we have different kinds of fathers. Amen. Amen. We have different kinds of fathers. Now, if someone is the reason for your being, someone is the reason why you came into being, then the Bible says you must honor that person. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? If someone is the reason for your existence, if someone is the reason for which you became what you are, then you owe that person an honor. Hallelujah. So we have biological fathers who gave birth to you. Amen. God has placed his continuity of his creation as a seed in fathers. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? That God expected that his creation would continue. And that ability, he placed it in fathers. And if someone gives birth to you, that person has fulfilled scripture. And that person has fulfilled God's plan. 
And so God is expecting that you will honor such a person. Amen. 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 Everyone has a biological father. There is no one who came into being without the father. Amen. Amen. So those of you who have, who have cut off your father and assume that your mother just gave birth to you, you are making a big mistake. Amen. Amen. Everyone has a father. Everyone has a father. Everyone has a biological father. And we have father-in-laws also. So you see, it is like a relay. No one father can father you. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? No one father can father you all of your life and in every aspect of your life. There will be a biological father who will bring you up to a certain stage in your life. Now, there are some of you at this stage in your life, you, even your biological fathers aren't able to speak into your lives. But God has given you other fathers, such as your spiritual father. Now, your spiritual father is a shepherd who takes over from where your biological father stopped. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? And he continues on. You see, your pastor can say certain things to you which your father even cannot say them to you now. Amen. There are certain things that your, your pastor, you see, that is why in some churches, they don't even call them pastors. They call them fathers. You say, father this, father that. Because that is what he is. That is what he is to you. Amen. You have father-in-laws. Moses' father-in-law, Moses' father-in-law gave him an advice that his father wouldn't have given him. Amen. And we ought to honor all these fathers. Hallelujah. This church, this church has a father. There is a father who gave birth to this church. Amen. There is the presiding bishop who gave birth to the church. Do you understand? And under which many pastors were born out of his loins. And there is a pastor who gave birth even to this particular branch. And we ought to honor all these fathers. Amen. Someone came to begin this church. Someone came to start this church. And through that birth, we have come to be. We have also come into existence. That today we call us the Bronze North Branch. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So there are different fathers. They are father of a nation. And we ought to honor all of them. That is why when we are in a place and a father of a nation, the president walks in, we all stand up in honor of the father. Amen. So we have to honor. Honor all these fathers that God has given us. Hallelujah. Now, one thing that I want to point to you is that, you see, everyone has a biological father, but if you are a Christian, you ought to have a spiritual father. If you are a Christian, you ought to have a spiritual father. Someone who can say, do this, don't do that. And you ought to honor. You see, honoring a person is not only buying a card for the person and giving a gift on Father's Day, but that it says, children, obey your fathers in Christ. 
Children, obey your father. Obey your parents in the Lord. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So, there ought to be a spiritual father who can speak into your life. Now, there are some people who growing up, you have a spiritual father or you have someone who brings you up. Someone who ministers to you. Someone who pastors you. Someone who counsels you. Someone that you cry on his shoulders. Someone that you call when you are down. Someone when you, who you call when you are in a dilemma. But when you have grown and you have become mature and you are taking important decisions, that is not the person you go to. You now have another father. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Such that this father's counsel does not even matter to you. But you have another father. So you see, it's not every man of God who is a father. It's not every pastor who is a father. But the one who pastors you, the one who counsels you, the one who teaches you, the one who you call when you are crying, the one who understands you, he is your father. Amen. Amen. And when you are taking important decisions, I think he's the one that you have to give that honor to. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? You don't go to someone else and say, all pastors are pastors. And then begin to seek counsel. But some, some people, that is what you do. Some people, when you are taking important decisions, you hear of a prophet in town. A prophet who knows nothing about you. Now he has become your father. Some of you, you are in this church and you are being pastored, counseled, you are advised, you, 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 are, you are down and there's someone that comes to you, you are sick, someone that comes to you to pray for you, you are sick, someone that anoints you, but you have other fathers that when it comes to real matters, that is where you go. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? It says, Anna, your father. Anna. He says, if I am the father, where is my Anna? If I be the father, where is my Anna? Hallelujah. Now the Bible says, in the land that God has given you, in the land that God has given you, if you are going to do well, then that does not depend on the fact that it was God who gave you the land. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? I want you to listen very carefully. That you prayed and God opened a door for you to come to this land, that God brought you to this land, it does not automatically mean that it was God who opened this door for you and so you will do well. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 5 and verse 16 again. He says, Honor thy father and thy mother as the Lord thy God had commanded thee, that thy days may be prolonged, and that it may go well with thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. It is the Lord thy God who has given you the land. All right. But if you are going to do well, it does not 
depend on the fact that it was God who gave you the land. Amen. Amen. I said, God has attached such importance to the honor of fathers, the honor of mothers. He has attached so much importance to it, such that even though you prayed and he brought you to a certain land, you wanted deliverance and he delivered you from Egypt and brought you to a promised land, in a land that flows with milk and honey, in a land that you don't need to work so hard. He says it flows with milk and honey. In a land where you, anything you plant flourishes. In a land where people do well. In a land where there are millionaires. In the land where there are riches. In the land where there is wealth that you can see. But you realize that you are not tasting it. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? He has attached the honor of parents to you enjoying what is in the land. Amen. Amen. So it does not depend on the fact that God brought you here. Rather, that your honor of your father and mother. That is what will determine whether it will go well with you. So it means you will do well in your career or on your job if you honor your father and mother. You will do well in your marriage if you honor your father and mother. Hallelujah. You will do well in your education if you honor your father and mother. Hallelujah. You will do well in your finances if you honor your father and your mother. Your home will be peaceful if you honor your father and mother. You will live in a beautiful home if you honor your father and mother. Hallelujah. That it will go well with you. It will go well with you. It, you will do well in the land which the Lord thy God had given thee. It will go well with you. Amen. If you honor your father and mother. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It means it does not matter how many degrees you have. You can have degrees like thermometer. It does not matter. You can have different kinds of degrees. You can have a BA, MA, PhD. You can have so many letters after your name. It does not matter how many degrees you have. If you are going to do well in the land which the Lord thy God has given you, then you ought to honor your father and mother. Hallelujah. That is how you are going to do well. It does not matter what kind of work you do. Amen. I say it does not matter what kind of work you do. I have seen poor doctors. I have seen poor lawyers. Yes. I have seen poor lawyers. Lawyers who take your money for a case, they can't handle it, but they don't give you their money. They don't have money. True or not true? How many of you have experienced that before? Yeah. It does not matter what kind of work you do. And it does not matter where you work. It does not matter who you work for. What matters is that you honor your father and mother. That is how it's going to go well with you. Hallelujah. What will determine your prosperity is your honor for your father and your mother. The next thing is that he says, though God is the one who has given you the land, what will determine how long you will live to enjoy what is in the land does not depend on the fact that God gave you the land, but that you honor your father and mother. 
If you are going to live long in the land, it depends on if you honor your father or not. Hallelujah. It says it will prolong your life. Honoring your father will prolong your life. It means honoring your father can cancel heart diseases in your life. Honoring your father can cancel diabetes in your life. I say, honoring your father can cancel heart attacks in your life. Honoring your father can cancel cancer in your life. Hallelujah. Honoring your father can cancel terminal diseases, terminal illnesses, which come to shorten your life. Just honoring your father, it can eliminate these things from your life. Amen. That you will live long. That your days will be long in the land which the Lord thy God has given thee. God has given you the land, but your days are short if you are not honoring your father. Amen. It means honoring your father, you don't need to go for special driving lessons, extra driving lessons. But God will deliver you from accidents. Just honoring your father. You are not such a good driver, but you honor your father and your mother. God will deliver you from accidents. Amen. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? People die wrongful death in hospitals. I work in a place and you, people die wrongful death in hospitals. Amen. It means, and you see, there are some people who come with one disease in a hospital and they acquire more diseases as they are in a hospital by people's negligence. Amen. Amen. You can receive the wrong medication and it will kill you prematurely. People go for simple surgery, simple operation, and it gets to be complicated cases and they don't come home anymore. Now, honoring your father can deliver you from wrongful death from doctors. Honoring your father can deliver you from a nurse giving you the wrong medicine. Honoring your father can deliver you from a doctor giving you the wrong diagnosis. Just honoring your father and your mother. Amen. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? It is so important. It is so important. People do all kinds of things to prolong their lives. People do all kinds of things. You see people taking vitamins. They take vitamins upon vitamins. When you see sometimes the amount of vitamins and the sizes of the tablets that people are swallowing, when you see them swallowing, you feel something in your throat, even though you are not swallowing it. They want to prolong their lives. Amen. They want to extend their lives. People keep their doctor's appointments. They keep their doctor's appointments rigidly. People exercise. They, you see them running very hard. They, it's a hot day, but they are running. They run on a treadmill. They can't go out to run because it is winter. They will run in their own homes on treadmills. You see people going to gyms. Paying so much money to join gym plans. Because they want to live long. Amen. You see people doing all kinds of things. They're doing yoga. They'll sit in a place without talking that they will live long. Sit quietly in a place for a long time so you will live long. Amen. 
People move to certain places. They move, they say, there's too much pollution in the city. I'll move to certain places so that I will live long. Amen. But I have seen, I have seen as you are even making effort to live long and taking vitamins, you can choke on the vitamin and you'll die. The same thing that you are depending on to make you live long, you are choking on the vitamin and you will die. As you are relocating and you are moving to a place where the environment is not polluted that you can live long, you have an accident. On the, on the thing that you are planning to do so you can live long, that same thing can kill you. Amen. As you are seeing doctors so they can make your life longer, they will give you something else that will shorten your life. I say, what is going to prolong your life? It is not that you take vitamins. It is not that you keep your doctor's appointment. It is not that you exercise a lot. But what is going to keep you long in the land where the Lord that God has given you is to honor your father and mother. Honor thy father and mother. That thy days may be long. That thy days may be long. Hallelujah. That thy days may be long. Amen. And there are some who don't take vitamins. They don't exercise. They don't eat well. You know, people eat all kinds of things to live long. They drink bitter things. Bitter, very bitter. Eat things like a goat so they can live long. But there are some people who don't do all these things. They don't exercise. They don't keep doctors appointed. They have never seen doctors before. They don't do yoga. They don't sit quietly. They don't run. They don't do anything. And they don't honor their parents also. So as for you, I don't know what your case is. I don't know where to place you. Amen. Now here is where most people make mistakes. Most people make mistakes in the fact that we don't understand that Fathers are not perfect people. Fathers are not perfect people. Fathers are made of the same material that you are made of. Yes. Amen. Your father is made of the same material that you are made of. And if you see any form of imperfection in you, then there are a lot of imperfections in your father also. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Fathers are full of imperfections. Fathers can be alcoholics. You can have a father who is an alcoholic. Amen. Noah was an alcoholic. And he was a father. Some of you have fathers who are wasteful. They waste their family's resources. Some of you have fathers who are lazy. They, don't even, they can't even get up to go to look for a job. And whenever you mention or you hear his name, what you associate with him is that lazy man. Amen. Some of you think that your fathers even can't take decisions. Hallelujah. Some of you, you have fathers who are less educated. And so they didn't place a whole lot on education. And they didn't care so much about your education. And because of them, you couldn't go far in your education. 
And as you grew up, you have seen the value of education and how much you were deprived of it. Amen. Some of your fathers were abusive. You saw them abusing your mothers. You saw them abusing the family, abusing the children. Some of you have fathers who went to jail. They were thieves. And you experienced them stealing people's goods and stealing all kinds of things to sell. Some of you, you experienced fathers who stole your mother's jewelry to sell. That your mother was crying about it and you, was, you witnessed these things. Amen. Amen. Some of you were mistreated by your father and you saw your father mistreating your mothers. Hallelujah. Amen. You understand what I'm sharing with you? Some of you experienced irresponsible fathers. Fathers who are irresponsible. Fathers who don't care about anything. You had that experience. They didn't pay your tuition, your school fees didn't matter to them. They were using their money to drink. And you saw that. You experienced all of that. Amen. Amen. And some of you also have fathers who are not great achievers. They did not achieve much in life. In fact, when you look, at, you look back at where you lived, and saw how your father did not care about where you lived. Now these things sometimes build something in you that you see your father as someone who does not deserve an honor. When you are a child who experienced these things, if you are a child who had such an experience with a father, you, don't, you find it difficult to honor a father. But I'm telling you that there was no condition. God did not attach any condition as far as honoring your father is concerned. God did not attach any condition that as your father took care of you in school, as your father treated your mother well, as your father was a good husband. Now you understand that there is a husband and there is a father. And they have different titles and they play different roles. Amen. A bad father does not equal a good husband or a bad husband. And a bad husband does not equal a bad father. The fact that you saw some difference, you saw that your father did not treat your mother well, does not mean that he's a bad father. Because oftentimes you are not even in the bedroom. You don't hear what is happening. What you experience is a manifestation of the things that happen behind closed doors. What you are experiencing is a manifestation of things that happen which you did not see. And that is what you experience. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? And oftentimes you see that mothers spend so much time with their children. And so mothers in their effort to prove that they are right and to fight what the father is doing, they pull the children alongside with them. Do you understand? Now, when you are a mother that instills such things in your children, you are bringing curses upon them. Amen. You are bringing curses upon their lives. You see, God did not attach any condition to honoring your father. 
The only word in that commandment, the commandment that came with the promise, the only word that was attached to that commandment for a child is Anna. That is the only word that was attached in that commandment for a child. That children, you honor your father and mother. Children, you honor your father and mother. Now, to honor means to appreciate. It means to respect. It means to esteem highly. Now, that becomes very difficult when you see your father as an abusive man. When you see your father as an alcoholic. To esteem him highly, to respect him, or to assign high value to him, or even to obey him. That is very difficult. But the only word that is in it for you is to honor. To have high regard for your father. Hallelujah. Your father may not have achieved much in life, but God expects you to honor him. Amen. Amen. Though you as a child, you have achieved much more than your father. And sometimes God, your father cannot even speak to you. But God expects that you honor him. Regardless of, if you want it to be well with you, in the land where the Lord has brought you, if you want, if you want to live long in the land that God has given you, then your only thing to do is to honor the father. No matter what kind of father he is. Your responsibility is to honor him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I say your responsibility is to honor him. Amen. It doesn't matter how much you achieved. You see, Moses was a father. He gave birth to Joshua. Moses could only bring the people of Israel to a certain place. He could not lead them to the promised land. It was the son, his spiritual son, who was able to lead them. Joshua was a mightier soldier. We didn't hear of Moses being a soldier. But it was the father's hand that was lifted up for the people to conquer. Hallelujah. Moses could not take the people to the promised land. But you realize that Joshua, we didn't hear of any spiritual son that was birthed out of Joshua's ministry. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Elijah was a father. Elijah gave birth spiritually to Elisha. And Elisha had a double portion of the anointing that was upon Elijah. Elisha did as twice as many miracles than Elijah. Amen. But we did not hear of a spiritual son coming out of the loins of Elisha. Hallelujah. So it was not surprising that when it came to the configuration, when it was at the configuration, we didn't hear of Elisha. We didn't hear of Joshua. We didn't hear of the one who had a double portion of the anointing. We didn't hear of the one who was able to take the people to the promised land. But we heard of the fathers. We heard of Moses, and we heard of Elijah. I said, God has attached such special importance to fathers, that honoring fathers, it will be well with you. Honoring fathers, your days will be prolonged. 
here on earth. Honoring fathers will cause you to prosper. Hallelujah. Sometimes you don't even know what your father went through for you. Sometimes you don't even know. You don't even know what your father went through for you. You don't even know the sacrifice that your father made. But you have seen a part of your father that you are not pleased with. You have seen a part of your father that was embarrassing to you. You have seen a part of your father that you are not so proud of. Hallelujah. Ham did not know what his father went through to save him. Amen. Ham did not know the embarrassment that his father went through to save him from the flood. Ham did not know how many days his father went through building an ark just to save him. He did not know. He did not know the trouble that his father went through. There were people who were laughing at him. Then the newsmen came, and they were laughing at him. They thought he was crazy. Everyone in town thought that this man was crazy. This is the man who had seen some flood coming ahead, and so he's building an ark, wasting all his resources. Some of you fathers have wasted their resources to make you who you are today. But you don't know. What you just saw was that your father was an alcoholic, that your father was drunk, and that your father was naked. And so he went laughing at him, laughing at his father, laughing because his father was drunk in his tent and naked, called his brothers and said, come and see what an embarrassment he is to us. Forgetting that it was this same father who caused him to be alive today. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? And so when the father rose up, you know, Ham is called the dark-skinned one. There were curses that came from the father's mouth. Beloved, be careful of the words that come out of a father's mouth. Be careful of the words that when someone has given birth to you, someone, the, 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 the reason for your existence is because of someone's sacrifice. Be careful of the words that come out of the mouth of that person. That is why you don't joke with your father's prayers. You don't joke with your father's words. I say fathers, fathers. There is something about fathers. There is something about fathers. And God is a father. So the curses that Noah pronounced over Ham, today his children are living under those curses. He says, seventh of seven shall die be. Seventh of seven shall die be. Wherever people who descended from Ham, wherever they find themselves, the dark-skinned one, wherever they find themselves, seventh of sevens are they. Seventh of seven. You can find yourself in a promised land. You can find yourself in Europe. You can find yourself in America. You can find yourself everywhere that they will find themselves. That curse is still following them. Seventh of sevens. Be careful of the father's words. I say, be careful of the father's words. Some of you, you don't even want to pick up a phone to call your father because you don't want to hear him say that, I need money to buy this or that. But I love to call to hear my father say, may he be well with you. Amen. May he be well with you. Amen. 
May you prosper in the thing that you are doing. May the Lord God help you in the thing that you are doing. And I take such words seriously. When the bishop is praying, I take such words seriously. Because it is him who gave birth to me in the ministry. When the apostle is praying, I take his words very seriously. When Reverend Nat is praying, I take his words very seriously. When Reverend Osai is praying, I take his words very seriously. Beloved, take the words of your fathers very seriously. It is that which is going to make you or break you. Amen. Your father's words, they will make you or they will break you. Amen. So mothers should make every effort, every effort to turn the hearts of the children to their father. I believe you love your children. Let not the relationship between you as a mother and as a husband or a wife and a husband, don't transpose that relationship into a father and a daughter or a father and a son. They are different relationships. I say they are different relationships. They are different relationships. Allow the children to love the fathers. Just so it will be well with them. If you want it to be well with your children, then let their hearts be turned to their fathers. And it will be well with them. Hallelujah. He says, honor thy father and thy mother. As the Lord thy God hath commanded thee. That thy days may be prolonged. And that it may go well with thee. In the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. May you begin to honor the fathers that are in your life. I say, may you begin to honor the fathers that are in your life. May God remove every obstacle. The obstacles that make it difficult for you to honor your fathers. The challenges that come. The remember, the memory, the memory that come that make it difficult for you to honor your fathers. May the Lord remove such memories. May the Lord transform such past things. The things that happen, the things that you experienced with your mothers, the things that you saw, how your mother, your father treated your mother, which has become an obstacle for you to honor your father. May the Lord remove such things from your life. May the Lord make way for you to honor your fathers. May the Lord make way for you to cherish your fathers. May the Lord make way for you to obey your fathers. Hallelujah. May God heal your heart. Some of you, you have certain bitterness against your fathers. May the Lord heal your heart. May the Lord heal your heart. The things that make it difficult for you to honor your father and your mother, may the Lord heal your heart. Certain memories, they come and it makes it difficult for you to obey your father and your mother. May the Lord heal your heart. I say, may the Lord heal your heart. May the Lord erase all such memories from your head. And may the Lord transpose your heart from hatred into love. In the name of Jesus. Yes. He says that he will take that heart of stone and he will give you a heart of flesh. May the Lord give you a heart of flesh. May the Lord remove your heart that you'll be able to love your fathers again. In the name of Jesus. Such difficulties. The abuse that you notice. Some of you that have been mistrust. You can't even trust your father. Some of you, you were abused sexually by your fathers. May the Lord heal you from such memories. May the Lord heal you from such memories. In the name of Jesus. Some of you, you have had certain bad experiences with certain spiritual fathers. And it has made it difficult for you even to open to another spiritual father. May the Lord heal you. May the Lord heal you. May the Lord heal you. In the name of Jesus. 
May the Lord heal you. So that you can honor your father again. That it may be well with you. And that your days may be prolonged. Hallelujah. As you honor your father, may God remove sicknesses from your life. I say, may the Lord remove sicknesses from your life. He will take diseases from the midst of you. In the name of Jesus. May you not die before your time because you do not honor your father. May you not die a premature death. May you not die in an accident. May you not die a freak accident. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord make way for you so you can honor your father. May the Lord make way for you so that you can cherish your father. May your father become a different person in your life. May your father become a new man in your life. May your father become that man that you can honor. In the name of Jesus. Father, heal these hearts. The difficulties that we have experienced in our lives. Father, the challenges. Father, that make it difficult for us to honor our fathers. Lord, heal us. The pain, the torture that we experience, the abuse, the words that our mother spoke to us. Oh God, that turn our hearts from our fathers. Lord, turn the hearts of the children back to the fathers. That it shall be well with your children. That their days shall be long in the name of Jesus. That their days will be long in the name of Jesus. Father, bless them. Even as you have turned their hearts to the fathers. Bless the children. Father, make way for the children. You say, if it is going to be well with them in the land where you have brought them. If they are going to live long in the land where you have brought them. You say, except they honor their fathers. Lord, may you give them the ability to honor their fathers in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We bless you for these blessings in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Begin to pray and ask the Lord to heal you. Some of you, you have neglected your parents. You don't remember your parents. You don't know the difficulties, the challenges. Some of you, your parents went through so much to build an ark to save you. And when the flood came, it was that same ark that delivered you. But you saw your father as an alcoholic. You saw your father as a drunkard. You saw your father as an unreasonable man. May the Lord heal you. And as you honor the father, the Lord will heal the land. The Lord will heal the land. The Lord will heal the land for you. In the land of diseases and in the land of calamity. The Lord will heal the land for you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Make way for the children, Lord. Change their hearts, oh God. Change their hearts. Change their hearts, oh God. Change their hearts. And Change the heart. Change the heart. That we will honor our fathers. We will honor the father that is in our life. In the name of Jesus. We will honor the fathers. We will honor our spiritual fathers. We will honor our fathers in law. We will honor the father that is not giving us. The father that gave birth to us in the ministry. We will honor them. Oh, yes. That our days will be long. 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 Yes. That our days will be long. Oh, yes, Lord. That we can overlook the imperfections. The imperfections in our fathers. Oh, yes. The 
the mistakes of the fathers. Lord, let it not be a hindrance. Let it not be an obstacle. With your light, I'm a in mine. And let the peace of God let it rain. Oh, holy, oh, holy spirit, you are my comfort. Strengthen me. Strengthen me, Lord, hold my head up high oh. and stand upon yes. your truth. Lord. Hey, by the Spirit of God, bring it close. No, we cannot do it. You, Lord, How can we? I'm not a father who we see as an irresponsible man. How can we hide, hold high in the state? Oh, no. A father. Restore supernatural love in our hearts for our fathers. Lord, how can we honor the father and hold him in high esteem if we see him as irresponsible? If we see him as an alcoholic, except that your spirit restores us. Lord, turn our hearts to our fathers that we will be able to hold them in high esteem. That we'll be able to honor them. We are thankful and grateful this afternoon. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for the heart that you have healed this afternoon. We thank you for the relationships that you have restored. We are grateful and thankful. You say that our days will be long in the land where you have brought us. That it may go well with us. That it may be well with us. We thank you Lord for bringing us to this place in the name of Jesus. If there's anyone here this afternoon, you have not given your life to Christ. You are here this afternoon. You say, I want to rededicate my life to Christ. Maybe you used to walk with God. 
You used to work very closely with God. But now you feel very far from him. Or you don't know Jesus at all as your personal savior. If that is you, you want to give your life to Christ on this special occasion. If that is you, wherever you are, with all eyes closed and every head bowed, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. You want to give your life to Christ. Or you want to rededicate your life to Christ. You say, I feel very far from God. And I want to come back home. I want to come back home. If that is you, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that? Do not be afraid. Do not be shy. Do not be embarrassed. The Father is here to welcome you. Anyone here like that? Why don't you all join and say that? Why don't you all join and say this after me? Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. I have sinned against you. I have sinned against you. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, please forgive me. Please forgive me. Wash me with your blood. Wash me, Lord Jesus. I welcome you into my life. I welcome you into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my master. Be my master. Be my savior. Be my savior. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. From today. From today. I will serve you. I will serve you. I will follow you. I will follow you. I will love you. I will honor you. And I will cherish you. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. And We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.